Hi Gorgeous, this is episode number 106 and today we're having back the wonderful Diane Forster. Hi, this is Diane Forster. You are listening to Heart Cells podcast with Christine Schlansky. Enjoy. I am delighted to have Diane Forster back on the show today. And if you have not listened to episode number 105, you want to make sure you do that because the message she shared was amazing. You can hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab, and in the podcast tab, you find all the episodes, including the show notes, the transcripts, the three key points, all the resources, and all the social media links it's just one click away so you can connect with Diane and you can follow her on social media and in everything she is doing. Also, her amazing show I have today, which I had the pleasure to be on, is available to tune into. But right now we are going to dive into your amazing gift and why it comes so effortlessly for you and how you can really, really start valuing what you have to offer even more. So let me give you a little bit of a background. Diane is an award-winning inventor, a best-selling author, a TEDx speaker, a TV host, a podcaster, an international living expert, and a reinvention specialist. So let's tune right back in with the wonderful Diane Foster. Well, thank you so, so much for being back on Heart Cells Podcast, Diane. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me back, Christine. I love being here with you. I just loved our first interview and, you know, your big, big mission of impacting one billion people with your amazing message I have today. Mm. So we already discovered a lot of things. What I love to do in this episode is going more into depth on the entrepreneurial mindset. Because mm. when you start your own business, you have lots of challenges and how to set it up, learning or all the different things that you need to run a business. But one, one huge piece is the mindset. Yes. yes. So I see so many beautiful women with amazing gifts and talents that totally undercharge that given, 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 give, and, you know, are about to burn out or have burned out at some point in their life and recovering. So what kind of advice could you give the audience to make sure that they protect their energy, that they create a business and life they truly, truly love? Oh my gosh, I have so much to say about this. <laughs> um, I love that you put in protect your energy because uh, it is so important because we are all energy and when we're not protecting it, we're leaking it, which is giving away our power. So for the, for the women out there, and this applies to men too, but it mostly applies to women. Here's what I've discovered about myself and what I've discovered about so many other people. Your gifts come to you easily and naturally. And if it comes to you easily and naturally, don't assume that everybody thinks like you do because they don't. They don't. And so your gifts and skills mean so much to somebody else. 
So one of the things you can do to really tap into, you know, what is, what's my value and what is it that I have to offer is what happens with someone when they experience me? In other words, how do I make people feel? How do people respond to me? And that will help you get clarity around some of your skills and your gifts and things that you should be implementing into your business and your personal life, but mostly your business. And another thing you can do is really take a piece of paper out and write down what you love to do and what you're really good at doing. So what you'll start to do is come up with a list of a lot of things. And from that list, you'll be able to start value stacking what it is you do and you offer to somebody else. So for instance, for me, I'll just use me as an example. You know, with, with a background in advertising and television sales and being an inventor, um, I'm, I'm really good at sales, at marketing, at branding, at messaging, at thinking outside the box and being an innovator. And I'm also really good at client service and also packaging things together because I had to do so much of that in my prior career. So how does that, those skills tie into what I'm doing now? And it turns out a lot of them do. So because of that, not only am I able to, you know, package and build out and pull that out of the, my clients, but it also gives me the clarity about, well, what is my, what does I have today look like? How to tie that brand all together, how to stay focused on staying on brand with it because um, we're so creative that we often go off in a million different directions. And what you have to do is remember to keep it all together, pull it all in, simplify it. And so it also allowed me, well, I have this brand now, so what's another way I could earn revenue or another leg or silo of the business? Well, that's a podcast and that's a TV show. So you start to realize, oh my gosh, I can just take all of these skills that I have, offer them out this way and do it in this many, you know, in a variety of different ways. So tap into you first and, I'm, and start with the things that come easy to you because it's supposed to be easy and it is supposed to be fun, right? Totally agree. Yeah. And but another one, if I can add this one, because this one's really important. Don't struggle trying to figure something out if you're not good at it. Hire somebody else to do that for you and stay in your lane. Stay in your zone of genius. It's so important to do that. So I have a, you know, I have a bookkeeper. I'm not doing the books. I can't do the books. I need somebody else to do that. You know? And I've got an assistant who manages my calendar and a lot of other things so that I could stay in the place I need to stay, which is host of the shows, speaking, coaching the clients privately, and, and product development, right? Yeah. So, yes. So, so, so important. So yeah. you, you said you were or you are always confident in sales. So let me ask you, what was the very first thing you ever sold in your life? What was the very first thing I ever sold? Well, um, I started out working at McDonald's 
And so let me just say that. That sounds like, really, Diane, that's, that's sales? Yes, it is. And because you're in a, in, in it's, every conversation is a buy-sell conversation. It is. And so being able to, you know, help someone and then say, well, would you like something else too? Perhaps you'd like, you know, uh, a shake with that or something like that is very much a sales conversation. And then being focused on someone coming up and walking up to the counter with an empty coffee cup and seeing them and, and saying, would you like another cup of coffee? So being in service that way, that was, you know, not a sales job, but uh, that was definitely sales. Oh, um, but yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Totally agree. So mm-hmm. let me ask you this way. What was the very first thing you ever sold where you have received money for that you could keep a hundred percent besides the taxes? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I want to say it was my, my, my invention. The spifter is truly my first real, I created this from nothing and now I'm selling it. And so that is the first thing I sold and I sold it initially um, uh, at, a, at, a, at a, like a trade show, like a, a fair, a school fair. It was like a holiday and um, a holiday show, whatever you call it. I don't know why I'm struggling with the word, but you know the, how they have those holiday, um, yeah. those trade shows. So I set up a booth, you know, I got the booth and I set it up and I had a lot of pictures of the product. I had the product out. I had a lot of spices and foods all around so people could try it and sample it. And I got to really talk about the features and the benefits of it. And I, what you do in a sales conversation is you get into the other person's head, having them imagine what it's like using this product and experiencing this product. So that's what I said. Imagine what it's like with you doing this. You're going to save time. You're going to save money. No germs on your food. Everything looks beautiful and clean. It's fast. It's easy. And it's fun. Imagine your children using it. And so they could actually see themselves using the product and it sold like crazy. I I think I made $3,000 at that, at that fair, which was incredible for a $20 item. So they were selling like crazy. Yes. Awesome. So how did you feel when you received that money? Was there any challenge in accepting that money or were you just totally fine and excited about the result? I was really, uh, that time I was really fine and excited about those results. I will tell you as a coach, um, the first time I, I accepted money for that, and I went into this, remember what I, what I said, like I have moonshots, big goals, big dreams, big visions. And so I want to soar instead of crawl. So when I put together my first coaching package, it was robust and it was $4,500. I didn't start small, I went big. And so the first initial time that happened, I thought, oh my God, am I ready for this? Is this too much money? And so this is, I'm so glad you asked this question because this is what we do as women. We don't feel worthy of it. And the truth was, I was definitely worth that. And so you, you're never going to feel perfectly ready. There's always, you've got you've to put the bucket out a little bit further than your, your comfort zone so that you can reach it. Because what happened in that coaching experience is she got so much value out of it. Her business is thriving right now, and 
it allowed me to continue the learning and evolution process for myself as a coach and a professional. So, and the key with coaching, if, if you're out there and you want to be a coach or anywhere where you're really serving in that capacity is you don't really have to know more than the other person. You just have to think a little bit differently and have, a, you know, maybe an inch more knowledge and awareness and experience than that person and offer that value. And that's where that comes from. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I love the idea that you started out big um, mm -hmm. right from the get-go. And I know that many, many people, especially women, again, do struggle to put a bigger number on their services. Yes. And um, I, I think what I want to point out, wherever you are in your journey, it's fine. Yes. Just reevaluate what are your clients getting out of it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. If your clients are already closing a big gap after your first or second coaching session, you know you have a lot of value to offer, and mm -hmm. you know that probably with the next client you can adjust your package. Yes. Right? If you're getting amazing results all the time, and clients actually through your help make more money than you are asking them with each and every single client, then you really need to rethink the strategy. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And value doesn't always come in, in dollars. It could be that they're struggling in a relationship or yeah. with health or, or their mindset. And so there's value in, in all of that. It's not just a financial uh, you know, way to measure it. You really have to measure everything. How are they, are they happier in their lives? You know, I know that two thirds of Americans, and I assume this around the world, 67% of people aren't happy. And so if we're just even creating happier people, more fulfilled people, there's so much value in that. Mm, mm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out because, you know, sometimes I just, with sales and money is a good measurement. Yes. Um, but you're so right. I mean, not everybody talks about sales, like a relationship coach, like what kind of price tag can you put on, you know, healing a relationship? Yes. That's amazing. Right. And, and yes. making sure people are. Sorry about that. Yeah. People are better in their communication with each other. Mm -hmm. Like there is no price tag or maybe you are a healer what's it worse to live another 30, 40, 50 years because you were able to heal something, yes. right? So really have like, what's the outcome and like happiness, happy people make people happy. And yes. Hurt people, hurt people. Like, where do you want to go? How can you serve best? Yes. Yeah. So true. So true. So tell me, how do you deal this rejection? Mm. Um, and what advice could you give people around this topic? You know, rejection is a part of life. And just because someone is, is saying no to you in that moment doesn't really mean that they're saying no to you. They're really saying no to themselves is what it is. So to not try and take it personally. And I am a big believer in law of attraction and like attracts like. So I don't ever push the sales conversation well, I'll, I'll do an assessment and an evaluation and ask a lot of questions. And if I think I have something that serves you 
then I will continue the conversation and say, well, would you like to hear about who I am and the way I work and, and my program? You know, it might be a good fit for you. I feel like it, it would be. And if it's a no, many times it's a no because they say time and money, which I always say, well, time and money are just an illusion. You know, if, if, if your mindset is that broken, you, you know, and you're not living the way you want to live, if you broke your arm, you would not just, you know, put a Band-Aid on it. You would go see to it and you would do whatever you needed to do to go see to that. Well, your mindset is no different. In fact, everything starts with the mind anyway and then man manifests into the disease and other things. So, so I always try and point that out. Like, is it really an issue of time or money? Because we all have the same 24 hours in, in the day and we all live in an abundant universe. You can manifest anything. Um, but it's never in a pushy way. And then if it's really a no, you know, they've got whatever going on, I just move on to the next thing and say, well, you know what? If it works out down the road, that's great. And I wish you all the best. And then you move on because I want to align with the clients who actually see my value and happily write that check or give me their credit card because they see the value in it too. And again, it should not be a struggle. It should be a very easy transaction and relationship and agreement about you know, I'm committed to you and I'm showing up for you. You need to be committed to you and this process and show up for you as well. So, yeah, yeah. I think mm -hmm. it's so important that you said that it's like they invest in themselves because often people see, well, I'm going to hire a coach. It means I have to pay the coach, but they totally overlook that they are saying yes to themselves. Yes. yes. You know, this, my mindset has changed around that completely. Like years mm -hmm. ago, I would not have thought to invest what I'm investing today because I understood I'm investing into myself. Mm -hmm. And this makes like the whole difference. The coach is just the facilitator of the process. Right. I, you know, it's the person who, who is where I wanted to be. And mm -hmm. therefore I am saying yes to save time, money, troubles. And mm -hmm. you're so right. It should be with ease. I don't know what kind of policy you have. So I suggest even for people who start out and who kind of feel they kind of need the money, they need to make the business running, that probably never really goes away because you always want to get to your next level. But seeing it from a different perspective and energy that I say, especially for one-on-one -on -one coaching, I only take on board soul-made clients. Mm -hmm. And that is when the first conversation, the conversation about if we could work together and how we could work together is going really beautifully. And I feel totally excited about the conversation. And then also I want to make sure that when I see them showing up on my calendar, that I have a smile on my face. Yes. Right. Yes. So what have you experienced with, well, the kind of setting those rules or boundaries for yourself and for your business? Mm -hmm. um, well, uh, what I've done is uh, I don't take on clients who feel like they're struggling with money and feel like they're going to have trouble paying me because then, I, then they're not at that level yet. So maybe somebody different is for them. I have 
certainly let clients out of it, you know, I, and we'll say, you know, let's do the first 30 or 60 days and re- reevaluate it there. I have, um, like I said, I've redone programs because I realize this is maybe too much for them. Some people aren't at that level. And I want to be able to really help people and have them catapult that progress. So, you know, making those adjustments there. And so it's never like a, a be all end all done. I'm extremely reasonable. If it's, if it's a struggle for you, then that's going to be a struggle for me. And then it's not the right, the right setting. But just like you said, every one of my clients, I can't wait to talk to. And when I have my coaching days, I, at the end of that day, it is the most rewarding feeling. It feels so good because they're so excited. I see their progress. Mm. They're so happy and it feeds my soul. So that's what I get out of it. And that's what I encourage people who are in this space do align with those types of clients. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can so, so relate. Wonderful. So let us know where people can get a taste of your work and um, how you tick and who you are. Uh, absolutely. Well, they can find me at dianeforster.com, D-I-A-N-E-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. And on my site, I offer four free gifts, including a free 30-minute strategy session with me, because that's my process, Christine. We do, that's our conversation. Fill out the questionnaire. Let's have a conversation, and let's see if there's a, you know, an alignment here. And then some other amazing tools to help you with your mindset and what's showing up in your life based on how you are communicating. That's what those other tools are. So um, that's how you can find me. And I'm all over social media. Lots of free resources out there. Yeah, wonderful. Well, I will definitely have all the links on the show notes page. Thank you so, so much for your interviews. And I'm so grateful that you took out the time and shared so much wisdom with us. So thank you very much. It was my pleasure. Thank you. What a great episode with Diane Foster. I really think it's so true. Aligning yourself with what surrounds you, aligning yourself with your client is so, so valuable. So hop on over to christineschlansky.com, find the podcast tab, and there you have access to Diane's episodes, the show notes, the key points, the transcripts, and also all her links so that you can connect with just one single click. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you took away a ton from these episodes and you really enjoyed them as much as I did. I am wishing you a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now.